Hello and welcome to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 29 Free Range Executioners. Jonathan Reichardt is disguised as Strong Sad. <laughs> we had this slight conversation before we started recording us that for some reason Jonathan Reichardt, one of the most not disguised models in guilt, has the disguised ability. And we're trying to figure out why. Why? Why does Big Chalky Lad with the big old like weird Bane backpack thing? <laughs> Are are just are are executioners just that common just out in the wild? I, I you know, like, yeah, they just let them wander around free range executioners, and all of them don't have a, a bandana covering their face. I guess. Well, no, they would have to. Otherwise, otherwise, it'd be a terrible disguise. Uh, no, it's like the mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok meme where it's like they won't be able to tell it's me if I do this, and he just puts the bandana <laughs> over his face. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, is, is it like the the orc kind of uh, disguise? We're like, yeah. what the hell's wrong with you? I'm disguised. You're disguised. <laughs> you don't know who I am. Snip, snip. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> I'm just, I'm now picturing like people out on the prairie, the, the wasteland of Malifaux, and being like, they hear thunder. And they look off in the distance and they're like, Stampede! And it's like a thousand executioners just, just running at full board. <laughs> a whole herd of them. Oh god, they're migrating. <laughs> what majesty. Ah. Uh, we'll have to get uh Nature is beautiful. executioner men. Some executioner wranglers. Well then then you just hope that you run into one of them whenever you're playing Oregon Trail Malifaux edition, because then you can shoot oh, them and get all the meat you ever need. Yeah, no, that just makes them mad. Same Maybe that's, like- that's also true. You can't shoot them, they're disguised. Oh wait, no, that's just Jonathan. You could shoot a normal normal executioner, but you cannot shoot Jonathan Reichardt disguised why would you, executioner. No, why you would can, you, you want can to bring down such just, a majestic creature? <laughs> you can shoot him, you just can't charge him. You know, um, the natives of Malifaux can right, use every single part of an executioner. Malifaux Pita is going to be pissed whenever they see uh, you know, the McDonald's executioner farms. Ah, <laughs> uh, the McRib must be delicious in Malifaux. <laughs> and they're giant. They're in Execution or yep. nuggies. In Malifaux, does PETA, does the acronym just break down to people executing tasty animals? <laughs> I mean, is is it run by Cooper or? <laughs> yes. Probably. <laughs> Oof. That's, that's yeah, what he did. More general than animals. Uh, that's what he did after he gave the Explorer Society over to Janice. He decided he needed a new society. So, yeah, we're doing that. <laughs> does he eat still like food? Fo- I guess he does. Yeah, we, we've seen him in the story. He, yeah, we, we've seen him in the story. He had like brandy and yeah, some kind of food, I think. Or does he just like cookie monster it? <laughs> it goes oh. down his throat and you just hear it <laughs> plonk into the barrel of his body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it it drops out his back, and then his dogs eat it up, and that keeps them loyal. That's why. That's why they love him so much. That's why they got what seven wounds. Jesus, he just like got like the pajama butt flap, and it just opens up, and a bunch of raw food just flops out. Gross. 
That's how big those dogs <laughs> are. Those dogs are size two. <laughs> big doggos. <laughs> big doggos. Yeah. Aren't they like mastiffs or something? Bloodhounds. Just bloodhounds. Yeah. Which aren't that big, but yeah, everything's big, big in Malifaux. They're Malifaux bloodhounds. Okay, hi, listeners. Uh, I'm your host, Doug. And with me are... You forgot to tell everybody what the podcast is. Oh, welcome welcome to Steam Powered Scoundrels. I'm your we host, Doug. Today. What? No, no. no. Do you think we edit? Oh, like, what? It's no dumb gaffes? This is, the, this is the shit we live off of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> welcome, dearest listeners, to Steam Powered Scoundrels. I am your host... Douglas Scoundrels, no longer Douglas Broman, because people get my address, get my name with confused other people. My address. My ad- yes, my address. I mean, my name is usually on an address. I mean, your address right. is like two off of two other addresses. That is true. So, uh, well, you don't don't they usually go like? But no, never mind. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. I still haven't gotten mail from the drug dealer from across the street. Sadly, rip. <laughs> Anyways, uh, with me are four other people. Say hello, Victoria. Hello. And Nathan. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Dane Zeke Leergard. Hello. And that other guy. Oh, I guess that's me. Yes, that's the joke. Okay, good. Right. I, I forget everyone sometimes. by their actual names, except for you, because you're special. Yeah, because because I don't have a name. Stop! Stop picking on Roman. Who invited the nameless one? <laughs> usually, usually I pick on Nate, and I thought I would mix it up, mix little. things up. We had to have Eli here because Eli's the default. <laughs> I was gonna say, where is Eli? Not, not on tonight. Being lame, Busy. I guess. Probably uh, working, having a life. That's a big you know, call. You, you know what he's not doing right now? Not pondering why Jonathan Reichardt has disguised. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just really sad. It's sad for Eli. I, I feel like if we solve this, we can like we can figure out world peace. I don't. I don't uh, that I don't sounds like that. work. Ah, fair enough. And instead of work, we are going to be talking about the Explorer Society. So hey, hey guys, you know what'd be interesting? This 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 faction. Needs one thing very dearly, very importantly. The most important thing this faction needs is some new blood. It, ne- it needs some new blood. It's kind of bit stagnated. It's getting ah. pretty old. The flies are buzzing around it. <laughs> old news. Yeah, it's pretty boring, honestly. And it needs a bit of zazz. We need to zazz it up. There are two things in this world: things with and things without zazz. You know, and we're hoping to make this faction the latter. New factions, they're just they're just not hitting like they used to. Like we really we really peaked at Ten Thunders <laughs> and Gremlins. Get out! It's before all the Okay, so if you couldn't get the hint of the premise here, we're going to go ahead and take this faction that's about two thirds the size of I mean, slightly more, maybe three fourths the size of a full on faction. We're going to fill it up. We're going to beef it up. We're going to juice it with some some juice, some new model juice. Some nice beef juice. Yeah. Some terrible ideas. That, that serve it up juice. with a nice <laughs> garnish. These are perfect ideas. Weird said they listen to us, so they think our ideas are good. That's how that works, right? No. I don't no. think so. No, what they didn't say is they listen to us as a drinking game to finish off their week so they can sleep through the weekend. Oh, that sounds awesome. They Thank listen you. to us so they know what not to do. <laughs> They also listen to accurate. us because they love hearing Nate lament about Swine Cursed. <laughs> Mate, nope. No, 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 not, not now. 
I'm gonna hold it in. <laughs> you can't beat me that easily, Doug. <laughs> don't feed those. Anyone notice that swine curse <laughs> don't have the pig keyword? Mm. <laughs> I just noticed that. Uh, okay. It's Nate beating hour. So we've got. <laughs> All eight keywords in front of us. Yes, we'll be giving some some new stuff to the guys that have been around for a little bit while, for a little while. But we're looking at least five new models for keywords. So go ahead and take these ideas. Weird, they're perfect. They're great. They'll work. <laughs> Shh. Big for your you own ideas. Don't say your nays. Nay. Naysayer. Anyways, I say nay every time I say my name. <laughs> How often do you do that, though? Ow. He's a Pokemon, so all the time. Yeah. Oh damn! Oh my god, I can I can speak to Pokemon. Anyway, we haven't figured out what his evolution is yet. <laughs> you evolved into Eli. He's a goddamn Mister Mud. He doesn't go anywhere. Into Eli. I'm at my full evolution. I'm just a sad adult now. Oh, oh no! Aren't we all? But Eli uh, evolves back into Nate. Okay, fight. back on. Shut up. Let's get back on topic. Let's actually no. start this before we get off topic again. Okay, hey, Doug. Actually, I had an idea, so we can so we can kind of mix up. No, this is this is actually a good idea. You'll like this. So so that we can actually kind of mix up the order, just so that you know people can maybe get their jokes in in an order that they want it. Uh, whoever goes first on a keyword can choose a keyword. Kind of Friday Night Down style. Okay, so we go with with Doug then. Do I go with? Yeah, let, okay, let's go with good idea. The one good idea Doug has. Actually, no, they're all good ideas. But this is the one that's like, I actually like put effort into it, and I think it's really cool, and it's a historical reference. I really like my historical references here. No one's surprised. I hadn't noticed. So I'm going to start us off. We, 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 got the eight, we got the eight keywords in Explorers and Versatiles. And you know what? At the end of each keyword, I'm going to ask everyone who they think should also gain that keyword. Dual keyword models. Just force oh, them on God. people. Oh, God. What? I wasn't prepared for this. Ah, too bad. Here's the thing. It's steam-powered scandals. People kind of assume we're going to have shit taste. <laughs> so, you can literally say anything and give me, like, the thinnest reasoning. And I'll... I'll it's fine. It's great. Have it's fine. It's great time with this episode now you're throwing even more at me you can quit whenever you want okay bye <laughs> no no come back no. you must clout with the female listeners victoria no I think, do i really easy easy bluff to call in history <sighs> please stay fuck we just how long have we been recording and we I haven't actually know. gotten anywhere like with 15 this? minutes a classic Fifteen Very minutes, steam-powered scoundrels entrance. <laughs> you know, for the longest time, we were doing Friday night photons and best laid plans, and not a lot else. And oh shit, I really need to get back on those primers. Fuck. Um, hey, <laughs> anyone listening to this that wants to come on and do the Outcast or Ten Thunders or Resurrectionist uh, primers, uh, get a hold of me. Contact me. Send me a, an email or a snail mail or. Space or mail. Facebook Messenger. Please. You can find him under Douglas Scoundrels, not yeah. Douglas Broman. I really hope someone <laughs> finds a way to send you a letter saying they want to be <laughs> in 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 a in a primary <laughs> without you asking you for your address. <laughs> I have his address. Ask me for it. <laughs> That's find us on the Discord. Oh no. 
We have a Discord. We also have a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, support us on Patreon. We got we got Patreon people's doing too. And okay, I can hear myself on some survival. <clears throat> Moving on to the first keyword. It is the apex keyword because alphabetical order. Mwah. <laughs> okay, apex keyword. Pretty pretty easy. Pretty standard. It's honey dudes and and things they hunt. Uh, or things that hunt with them. Hunting honey is involved. Dudes. Hunting dudes. And honey dudes. I'm like hunting and hunting accessories. Ooh, like beekeepers, like aggressive beekeepers. <laughs> Ooh, that's it's a good like idea. Melon. They actually hunt giant bees. Oh god, for their honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Delicious honey. Filling. I'm surprised we haven't seen. I'm surprised we haven't seen giant bees in Malifaux. Honestly, we've got Cadmus. Give it time. <laughs> Be God, be God, be God. Malifo beekeeper and Malifo. Okay. <clears throat> okay, okay, shut up. We're we're going. We're doing this. We're starting. Can't. We're doing this. Starting strong. I feel I feel like I'm not do- doing very well as host because I'm sober. Yeah, that's weird. Go go okay. go. First up is a henchman or enforcer. Don't really care which. And this is like the advanced version of har- of har- a harpooner. This is you know. The henchman harpooner, the guy that leads the harpooners, and um, I'm going to go with the name of uh, Quequad because this is a very sma- this is a terrible portmanteau of Quequeg and the ship uh, Pequod from Moby Dick. Because I feel like we need more Maori models. We we got a we got a father son duo that hate each other, and then this dude who uh, we we're just going to have him be a huge dick. Uh, <laughs> Literally, he's gonna be undead because this is gonna sort of imply what happens in Moby Dick happens, and uh, he just becomes the undead because his corpse Spoiler. gets like, hoovered up into for a book that's over a hundred euros. <laughs> Spoiler to anyone who hasn't gotten to Moby Dick yet and intends to. There's just that one intellectual person in his high pack <laughs> leather chair, like hey. on the last chapter, oh. Moby Dick, and just like, damn it, guys. <laughs> I've avoided spoilers this whole time. Is that Ronnie Mitchell? Moby Dick. <laughs> Moby Dick is kind of my white whale. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, get yes, out of my house. Not a lot of like card I designed for this this character. I didn't I didn't do a lot of like card design for most of these. But I figured he could have a grim feast, so we can finally have like that ritualistic cannibal Maori culture thing. Cause I, I double checked. Someone confirmed it for me. That was, that was a thing they did. I don't know that that might still seem a little tasteless, but I'm Douglas scoundrels, King of tasteless. So I can suggest this. I thought you were the King of salt. There's all kinds of references to the awful. Thing. I wear many crowns, Victor. <laughs> Daddy Doug, King of tasty. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Ugh. I love it. Oh my. Okay, so yeah, I, I feel like the EVS just pick his now moving corpse up out of the middle of the ocean. They're like, oh, we got a, a harpooner guy. You're cool. Hang out with us. But then he's like, I like killing things. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we're a bunch of scientists. You need to chill, dude. I'm going to go over there with that guy with the big gun. Goodbye. See and so you he, later. He, he, he jumps ship. You weirdo. <laughs> over to hang out with uh, exclusively Cooper. Justin. Yes. Justin. <laughs> the jump Justin. ship book is written down in our document. 
Does that officially upgrade Justin's gun from an elephant gun to a whale gun? Uh, um, that's the next version of Cooper. <laughs> ah, okay. That's that. No, that's what we need. That really, that's what our next Cooper story needs to be. Nothing about like advancing the story of Malifaux. It's just this guy deciding suddenly he needs to fucking shoot a whale, <laughs> like a big <laughs> ass Malifaux whale. Wild. Yeah, with, like yeah. spikes and shit. Because <laughs> everything just, has spikes. Just jumps on the superior as it's leaving port and just like, ah, yes, take me to where you found the uh, giant lobster things. We will eat well this evening. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you say eat well or eat whale? Yes. You realize yes. a lobster's not a whale. <laughs> it's a lobster whale. Does Justin realize this? <laughs> Justin. It's a whale of a lobster. <laughs> anything that it doesn't have to do with directly with money or hunting he has no goddamn clue that looks vaguely well shaped and it's in the water Justin seems like the guy that's had enough of a brain injury from his uh, you know fleshy hunting days that whenever he's very confused he blinks out of sync I love that you can literally hear the cogs turning in his head is like I put that in there as a joke <laughs> working through Apex is just bully just an hour whenever it sense it whenever his brain senses too much brainwave activity I made it so that smoke comes out of his ears what a joke <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing, folks. Like, I've, I've, I've consulted Mister Weird himself, Jonathan, Weird, and he told me that it, he actually prefers to be called Little Justin. <laughs> so everyone just needs to call him that from now on, please. That's I'm not going to call Justin body, but he didn't want that one. <laughs> okay, yeah, Quad. There, there we go. Quad is my apex model. Okay, Roman, you're next on the list. Oh, as far as the Apex stuff, yep. Uh, So, while we don't have uh, the uh, Roosevelt Master we were hoping for, I still uh, wanted to have a bull moose in the Apex, because I figure if there's one beast angry enough to fight a T-Rex, or a Malosaurus Rex in this case, it would be a big bull moose. Uh, so I just imagine it being the next angriest thing that Cooper's hunting. Uh, uh, whatever a moose looks like in Malifaux. I will see your bull moose and raise you... Ah, fuck. A dachshund. A badger. third <laughs> 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 dog. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. That's good. But so I imagine this this enforcer moose has the ability to... Mostly it's mobile. Like, like you have deer-like creatures being unimpeded on the move it makes it a decent schemer ability uh alternative to artemis and if it does get uh caught in with anybody it has the i'm i'm gonna say a either defensive trigger or on its melee or something uh has the ability to have cooper shoot at the model it's engaged with and then it pushes out Ooh, and another thing that grants cooper more shooting that's safe yeah Yep, entirely. I I thought long and hard about uh, about game balance when designing these and and playtesting them in the last day that we talked about them. Cooper doesn't ignore friendly fire, does he? 
No. He just doesn't care. Okay, so maybe that's the thing, is because he'll be on a negative from the friendly fire, so it'll be less accurate of a free shot. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, he can always just use predatory instinct and, you know, have a positive, but, you know. It's something. Let me try to balance it a little bit. We balanced and played the rest of these models for a whole 20 minutes in our brains. Did did you know Facebook Explorer Society is OP? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we finally we got that a whole episode week. on that. We did. Yep. Yes. Ah, oh, dang! I should have just posted a link when I saw it. Ooh, spicy! Oh, okay, well. Go do it now. I think, I think DZ had the best response, honestly. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Most liked comment ever. That's so good. Oh, it's my... Oh, yeah, I am third, aren't I? You are third. I'm third. So I clearly didn't put nearly as much thought into mine as you guys did. Whoever's editing, cut this out. Just leave it. It's fine. No self-deprecation. No. It's part of my personality. So I was thinking, like, we've got all these actual hunty things and animals, but, you know, we don't really have, like, a ton of assistance. So I thought maybe... I wonder what that is. <laughs> they probably all die. Whoops. Um, <clears throat> whoops. Uh, so I thought maybe some sort of like safari guide or something <laughs> would be a nice addition. I like what that. Safari guide in there. What does safari guide do? Yes, in a crew full of shooty, stabby, bitey, killy. He says shooty, bitey, stabby that thing. Uh, maybe hands out focus, removes conditions. Conditions, that's the word. I could definitely see like a support model. Like maybe they've got like a field kit or something. The one guy yeah. that schemes. The one guy that schemes. Oh, the do- okay, the dogs kind of do a good job of that, but yeah, what's the thing that you uh, you gain you gain fast if you do an assist or it counts as a bonus action or something? Mm, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, blah. I don't remember um, what that's called. Right. It's the thing the that wimpy Doc, Doc Mitchell has. Or, you know, most Healy things. Yeah. Have that. Quick cure. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. I miss Shadow the Good Stuff. I feel like that would be an appropriate ability here. Bring back M2E Mouse. Anyways. <laughs> actually, don't. This one's more useful. You can just okay. drink while you play. So we have Safari Guides. I feel like Cooper should be allowed to shoot them for benefits like <laughs> the Runaways. <laughs> it's basically hiring more Runaways. Yes, I mean they're they're expensive, so it's not a g- ideal strategy to go into it thinking I'm going to use this right away. But like in a pinch, Nate. Ah, Nate. All right. So I'm gonna. Get, I guess we're gonna get my one. Well, yeah. I mean my my big gremlin kick out of the way here. So we're we're doing we're doing a classic gremlin cosplay. Uh, we're doing Zaroff Lacroix. Uh, he is apex and kin. He's a henchman because you know that's probably not game breaking. Just bringing the whole <laughs> making him a leader and bringing the kin keyword into Bayou oh, no. or playing him as a leader in Bayou and bringing the the Rex. You know what could go wrong? I assume um, you mentioned play tested this. Oh yeah, no, I play tested this for whole minutes in my brain. Um, <laughs> And it, it, it turned out fine every time. It was perfectly balanced. Uh, and his oh, whole thing is uh, gun too big. 
Is it, so that's the name of the ability, Gun Too Big? Gun Too Big. Ooh, actually, it might be, because, like, honestly, the idea was that he's basically got an ability like Abuela, where whenever he shoots, it knocks him back, like, two or three inches. But the on-wheels ability didn't make sense, unless I was going to put him in, like a, like, a cart or something. But I guess I didn't think about that. I guess that could be a thing. I know it all makes sense. Ooh, give him, oh, give yeah. him like, give him a. Uh, uh, I broke my brain. One sec. <laughs> he's got a. He's got a a nine forty nine rifle. <laughs> yeah, yup. There it is. Nine forty nine Nitro Express rifle. Okay, <laughs> only twelve inches instead of fourteen. A copycat, Justin. Yeah, it's ba- yeah, it's basically yeah. copycat, Justin. <laughs> he's got a little pith helmet. Every every murderous <laughs> madman with a big gun needs a tinier version <laughs> yeah, to follow yeah. him around. Of course. So my suggestion is a tactical action called Rocket Jump that deals <laughs> two damage to him, but like bumps up his speed and gives him flight. That I love this. Is awesome. That is that is a good idea. I appreciate that. That seems like the most gremlin thing to possibly do in this situation. <laughs> it gives them some good scheme running capability, which is both a thing Justin and Ophelia can use. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And like that would like you wouldn't actually have to give him a rocket launcher. I'm sure he'd do the same effect with just pointing the the 949 at the ground. Exactly. <laughs> On his nitro rifle, he's got like a canister of of Nox or Nos. Yeah, nitrous. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, last on the list, DZ. Oh, it's me. Yeah, okay. that's you. Oh, this is, a, this is a crew of hunters. And when I was thinking about what hunter stereotypes don't we have yet, <laughs> uh, I, went, I went to a youper. <laughs> those of you who are not from the Midwest, is a resident of the Michigan Upper Peninsula. And, oh, uh, who, who, okay, who so, else is a youper, by the way? Maxine. Maxine. Oh yeah, yes, yes, of course. Yeah, that um, was like there was a random headcanon that we had guessed um, in the previous episode, but we actually looked did, up because because some because the Agassi mine exists in real life in Michigan, and we actually looked and found right. where that was, and that is in the Upper Peninsula. So Maxine, Uper confirmed. Uper confirmed. Unless it, unless it's as as described, it's just like her family mine, and it just funds her random stuff. Shut up! Don't. Don't do this to me. <laughs> she's from, she is from the Upper right. Peninsula, and she will just casually toss in Yasha Yabecha <laughs> in, in a random story, <laughs> and that'll confirm it from weird. Please do that, please. All right, so these guys got stealth, okay? <laughs> and they have stealth because they're wearing full camo. But oh, no, if, if they're wearing ghillie suits, they should board. have disguised. No, they are wearing camo. <laughs> but they have another ability called Bright Orange Vest, which means that enemy non-beast models ignore your <laughs> ability. Because they can clearly see that it's a hunter person. Huh. Oh, this is awesome. fantastic. The rest of all of my all of my extremely wordy notes here are mostly just jokes about how they have like ridiculous military grade equipment for some reason. (laughs) So they have armor plus one because they're in like riot gear under their camo. They have a fully automatic rifle of some kind and Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's, here's the other unique part. They have a bonus tactical action 
and it's called It's Coming Right For Us! <laughs> and the action, <laughs> what it does is when, uh, when the target, for, until the end phase, when the target is the target of an attack action, it removes suits from the target's dual total, so they can't declare, they can't declare defensive triggers uh, oh, I and declare self-defense when they're coming right for you. Hey, can I get that action name with your with your voice modulator for the South Park reference? It's coming right for us. <laughs> oh God, that turned out scarier than I thought it would. Very scary. <laughs> Anger B five. Okay, I, I'm going to I'm going to your, usurp usurp your fully automatic rifle attack action name for a. Uh, song reference that I don't know where the hell I learned about this song. It's just dumb, but they do sing it in the, that lovely, lovely accent. So let me let me find the lyric right here. Oh, no. A combination AK-57 Uzi radar laser triple barrel double scope heat seeking shotgun. Oh. Oh, is that the... What is that? The, <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the 30 point box song, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. God. Anyway. Yeah, that sounds... Here I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and copy this off the, the the web page, and I'm just gonna go ahead and just gently put it in there, and you will barely notice a difference. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! You didn't even format it. <laughs> I'm a dog. <laughs> no one has any idea what we're talking about. This is great. Oh my god, I can't undo your things. I can only undo my own. My own <laughs> oh no. Hey, what'd you do that for? <laughs> oh, got it. There you go. Nope. Hey, stop right. it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> when they I look back, I keep that in there or not. It's so dumb. God, we're... I cannot abide it. <laughs> I, I work in God too much. I can't take. <laughs> DZ's gonna have an aneurysm over here. It's the same reason that I got repeatedly mad at Roman for his horrible formatting of his name. <laughs> oh, that's in the draft, okay. I remember that. That okay. was good. We're gonna we're gonna be here for a while if we don't move on. So Roman, go ahead and pick a keyword. I'm gonna go ahead and pick Cadmus because I want to get the bugs out of the way because they bug me. Ah, they're not bugs, they're arachnids. Oh, I'm supposed to run away yeah, before fair. I after I can play. Yep. Uh, so for mine for this one, uh, with as much as Doug likes historical references, I like various pop culture references, or in this case, old nursery rhyme references. And I will be adding the enforcer, Miss Marion Muffet. Uh, yeah. She will do ping healing with her curds and whey. And will move away from all Cadmus minions when they end to move near her. She'll probably have a lure or something as well. So yeah, when when the spider pops up, she she's scared scared, she's scared away. Exactly. Yeah, I gotcha. Again, like long yeah, entire seconds of playtesting this. Perfectly <laughs> fine. But here, here here's the thing. Um, this is this concerns me because this is this is what we do here at Steam Powered Scoundrels uh, on the model. How's how's the Tuffet doing? <laughs> oh, I'm, I mean, it's weird, and the tough it will be. The tough it was designed at Pixar. Let's put it that way. Oh my! Oh, okay. anyone who's played Undertale already has a headcanon of what this model looks like. Yep. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> oh God, yes, yes, uh-huh. she's cute. She's cute. 
adorable. That tough it. Any, anyways, anyways, uh, who's Victoria? You're next up on that. Um, no, okay. Your Cam Camdis model. Cam Camdis. 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 Okay. Well, some somebody stole my idea. DZ. DZ. Oh, not naming any names. Ah, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I started um, early because I don't work at work. <laughs> oh, that must be nice. Anyway, I went with my second choice. I really need a centipede lady. Yes. Nice. Is that from anything? Um, I believe... I want to say my first exposure to a centipede lady is probably Inuyasha. <laughs> um, okay. I was imagining Star Wars, or Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> so, first first image yep. suggestion is, uh, is yep. Inuyasha. Yep. Ah, weird. Yeah. Shocking. I can't believe hmm. it. It's crazy. She's don't got no shirt on, Lieutenant yeah. Dan. Yeah, no, she don't got no shirt on. <laughs> but uh, this model will have some sort of clothing on, please. So. But I just really want a centipede lady because I need more tiny legs. And also centipedes creep me out. And I feel like that's kind of what we're going for with Malifaux. Yes. Especially um, Cadmus. <laughs> Especially kids. Yeah. So would no. you say that um, upon closer inspection, because Cadmus is arachnids, that is in fact several hundred very large mites just sort of like human centipeded together. Oh, God. Well, not, not human centipeded. It might centipede it together into a centipede lady. Are they canonically arachnids? Yes. I haven't run that story yet. Well, like, they're, they're referred to as mites, and if you look at all the, the artwork, they've got eight legs, which which is arachnids. Because spiders and mites are both arachnids. creeper looked more like something else, but... Well, no. Yeah. Maybe? Uh, that that's, um, yeah. that's through the breach, I would guess that maybe they just wanted to find something that kind of fit in there. Well, yeah. you only see them from the, from the thorax up. And but, the thing uh, is, the, the creeper is a host to Cadmus mites. Wow, what are the odds they'd find a giant arachnid right? monster to possess? That, yeah, that, that's part of it. It's like, this is <clears throat> the perfect host because it's also yes. an arachnid, I guess. I don't know. Don't have to learn how to use only two legs. Maybe there's just random centipede lady neverborn wandering around and she's infested with mites. I mean, like... Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay, cool. Yes. I feel like Neverborn would... So, would it have any of the Neverborn keywords? Um... Hmm. Nightmare? Nightmare? Ni yeah, that was what I was thinking. Maybe okay. Nightmare. They're the only really, like, really monstrous ones. Well, you Swamp said they, sp they spookied you. They do spooky me. Oh, yeah. Keyword. Okay. New keyword. S centipede. Spooky. Centipede lady. Spooky. Spooky. Is it, it going to be like a minion, or are they going to enforce their henchmen? Uh... I, I would say probably an enforcer. I don't see multiple of these on the table. Okay. She's a singular. She is she's a singular lady. And may I suggest 30 millimeters base to piss people off. Giant centipede body onto a 30 millimeter. She's like, she's not even oh. walking up right like a person. She's fully splayed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's well, I was at least going to like mentally mentally decide that she should be like coiled up like a snake, but oh god. Oh, no, no, I no. hate all of you. <laughs> oh, 
Oh goodness, no! Uh, <laughs> how do you get like, centipede imagery if they're not like in like a kind of a you relaxed, gotta, like wave pattern? You got to cram her on a thirty mil, and the only contact points are the tiny legs. Yeah, <laughs> three of Perfect. them. But there are one hundred <laughs> legs, and they are all unique. <laughs> and they each have a different different point that they go on the model, so you can't even like switch them. Oh god! Right. <laughs> we're better than these jokes, folks. No, we're not. No, no we're, we're not. not. <laughs> I am now. I've decided that I'm better than these these jokes. Well, <clears throat> anyway, go check out my uh, assembly guide for the. Uh, insomnia box because now you can't complain about putting together insidious madnesses you know nah, i mean legally legally you cannot complain you can legally. but now you have instructions that are decent <laughs> you can but it's a crime mm. we will be coming okay. to get you nate what's nate. your what's your crap cadmus model uh yeah so all that talk i did about you know it's it's definitely arachnids yeah uh, i'm throwing it out of the window because it's real isopod hours my my model for cadmus is the polies uh they're, they're rolling polies yeah um they're like little they got armor two and and they're slow they got like four 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 walk they're low defense you know like like kind of like a cheaper but fairly moderately tanky minion because they got armor two um but they they can roll up and they have basically like a toned down version of the lucky emissary steamroller action. So like maybe like a ten inch push yeah. doesn't destroy all the terrain like it does, but you know probably ignores terrain as it moves through it. And it's gonna have trample and a make way ability, but instead of just doing damage, it's gonna give out parasites, but on like a low target number. So yeah, they're just gonna be rolling around, hitting things, parasiting them hopefully, and just being adorable, adorable little roly polies. And if you if you poke them, they go yep, <laughs> yep. They roll up. They get armor four. <laughs> mm, they get shielded. <laughs> you know, combined combined with the the other the Cadmus ability where they can pass off damage. Oh God, maybe they wouldn't have that just because of having armor too. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. That's, that's some... maybe maybe we don't give them the whole pass off damage thing. DZ. Oh, it's me. It's yeah. The one- by routing it first. <laughs> so originally this was my versatile and it was just like a, a swarm of tsetse flies. But then I'm like, wait, there's a bug keyword. I should probably put this with the bugs. So now it's a mite swarm instead. Uh, it is an enforcer and it has, it's very, it's very tanky. It's got a uh, incorporeal hard to wound armor one, or if not armor, some, some other kind of resistance to melee and projectile attacks. Cause it's hard to stab a swarm of bugs. I know from experience. <laughs> uh, it should take it, extra damage from blasts and pulse, though. Yes, I'm getting there. I even have that written down. I wrote that down. It's vulnerable to blasts and shockwaves, which is why I, why I specify melee and projectile. So what it's got is a, a, a low or even a no damage, zero-inch range attack that gives parasite tokens and poison one. And it's got the infect, stagger, delay, and stunning strike triggers. So basically this is a really mobile, tanky uh, uh, condition applicator, depending on what you want to do. And uh, enemies that begin their activations in base contact with it might gain a parasite token if they fail move duel. When they die, they they kind of just disperse and do that duel again in, a, in an aura or a pulse. Okay, uh, so... Oh, you, uh, it, please. You're, you're saying that the attack 
forces them to take that target number check. It doesn't just hand them a parasite token. It's it's if if the enemy starts their activation and base contact with it, then they take a a thirteen move duel or something like that. Or okay, they I'm, talk, I'm talking about the melee attack. The melee attack, if it hits, gives a parasite token and, and poison one. Oh fuck! Oof! Yeah, big oof. Okay, kind of like the uh, yeah. yeah the nests yeah yeah that's what the nest does. Maybe make it like stat three though. <laughs> yeah, you need to make it like really fucking low stat. I mean, don't all the attacks basically give those parasites? No, most of them have a target number. The only one that, yeah, the only one that gives, like, just gives you a parasite token, no resist, is the uh, the, the shambling nests. And the target number is in they need to pass a target number or gain a token. Yeah, right. Post the attack. Yeah. Well, it's a st- it's a range zero, so. But yeah, I could, I could I could totally see like a range zero, like maybe even stat like two or three melee attack. Hmm. And it also doesn't do anything else. But yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, one I mean, other thing is, it gets it gets weaker as it loses health because the swarm gets yeah uh, mm-hmm. less dense, less swarmy, less dense, less boogs. Yeah, it, it whittles away. So maybe its stats go down. Like when it, it's like the opposite of grit. Like at, at half health, its stats on its attacks or defense go down or something. Okay. I mean, it could still technically be a grit ability. It just does something negative. Yeah, I, I thought about that. And, grit uh, bad. <laughs> it was, it was Ungr- a little Smooth. Yeah. It, it's it's gritty. <laughs> and also, this model is called Might Swarm, but there is an ability called Swarm of Mites, so <laughs> it's going to have to have that ability. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> even if it was, I mean, it is related, but even if it was like totally unrelated, it would still need to have it. All right, Doug is next. I am going for a pop culture reference. Uh, Yay. You don't sound enthused. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry? This is going to be the Predator drone. Ha ha ha. Multiple, multiple jokes in there. And it is, (laughs) it is like the stealthy Cadmus boy. It's going to have like from the shadows and stealth, and it's going to have the create trap ability. Um, going to be kind of, kind of sort of like the, um, Crypsis core, but you know, Cadmus instead. And it's pretty much just going to look like, uh, a big, bug human thing with like dreadlocks and it's going to cut off Carl Weathers' arm. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, I was like, you know, like this whole thing, it revolves around (sighs) giving out uh, parasite tokens, but it's almost all either like really low stat at attacks or forcing a simple duel on them. It's like, well, what if we can actually force a, a different way to force of a uh, parasite token on a model, but it requires a different like bullshit way to get around it. But so I think one of their ability or one of their you know, like tactical actions or, or an attack called forced takeover that uh, you must reduce the targets injured by minus five Ooh. and then give them a parasite token. That's a lot. That's a lot of yeah. injured. That's a lot of injured. I mean, yep. you can, you can nudge it this way and that, but I feel like yeah, it's another way to give out parasite tokens, but you got to work towards it just like, Anything else? Yeah, that right. also means Wait, your nudge it. Doug, are, uh, Doug are you saying you didn't play test this to find out if that negative five injured is is the correct balance point? <laughs> I told Nate to play test it for me. He said he did. I did. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I did not realize that it was that hard to give out 
parasite tokens. I, yeah, but I mean, if if you get it, you're dead. You're kind of fucked. I believe that was our consensus. Consensus. Yeah, having having a parasite token is a death sentence. I mean, it it would be. Yes. <laughs> if I just like gave your entire crew a parasite token by the end of turn two, I'm winning. Like I don't yep, see any way much. You can get a, you get out of that. Counterpoint: Bring a can of raid and just spray <laughs> it all over. Just the spray game. their models. Spray your opponent. Just spray their models. Spray your own models. <laughs> no, spray stop it. And the people playing at the next table over. All right, just we got to bug bomb the whole store. Everyone out. Europe. Anyone playing against Cadmus <laughs> is allowed to hire Sonya Crid. We've attracted a Cadmus player. Get out for bug bomb in the building. <laughs> so where did wait? Where did the uh, the spell eaters go? Both. Both players have to take three spell eaters. Oh god. <laughs> there will be no triggers declared. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Where are the parasite tokens? <laughs> okay. Um right. That I was the last one on that one. Okay. All right. Uh we forgot mm-hmm. to do this for Apex. Let's g- roll back the time machine. Oh god. <laughs> and uh like okay. Model- models we are going to give the Apex keyword. I went first, so I'm going to go ahead and go first. And I'm not going to explain this. I just think it's going to be great. And that is going to be Paravage. Ah, nice. I feel like you'd somehow magically get along with uh, little Justin. You know, the, them them Bayou Catfish are pretty effing big. And hunting them down with uh, Dynamite seems to do a really good job. So there's a, a respect there between the two of them. All right. Uh, Roman, who's getting I am going to go... I am going to go ahead and give Apex to uh, the actual model of Nate in the game, Paul Crockett. Oh, God, more keywords. <laughs> yep. Give him a, a third keyword and get him into a third faction. Fourth I mean, he faction, could already go excuse me. Faction. <laughs> yes. Eh, <So> whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, what you need to do is wait for us to get to the wastrel keyword. I don't know. Yep, yep. And then you can no, get the fifth. Uh, Again, he he's a he's a dude in in the woods with a gun and an axe, and that gun can allow the Rex to bite somebody when he shoots at them. Oh, God. It seems perfectly fine. <laughs> Twice, actually, with coordinated attack and scent of blood. Nate, you seems said perfectly you fine, this. guys. He did test it. He loved it. Look, Roman put this one in the last minute. Okay, I didn't get time. <laughs> didn't get the reps in. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Vickery. You're going to hate me. I'm going to hate you. Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets into like a whose gun is bigger. <laughs> no, it just gets into a case that there's, they're both like giant gun toting psychopaths. And so, like, <laughs> but everyone else underneath them just keeps getting them confused. Seamus <laughs> is, is just like, I've been hunting men for years. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Who the hell are you? And oh, why God. does that blood wear a dress? <laughs> You've got a mini you, I've got a mini me. <laughs> exactly. God. You know what this leads to? This has to lead to an alt Seamus sculpt of hipster Seamus. Oh, oh God. Oh, not already. Oh. Hunting man before it was cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. Really rare gun. You probably never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fixed gear fifty cal. 
I'd still play it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Nate, uh, I'm gonna go with a really obvious one. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Lord Cooper the slate rich mauler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. oh man! I, I feel like you would also need to work in that upgrade that like Amanjaku d- has. Where if Cooper dies, <laughs> the the becomes the master. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's like old, it's like old, it's like second edition Nekama, where uh, where if if the if the Slate Ridge Mauler kills Cooper, it becomes the master and becomes more powerful. Yeah, that's what yeah. No, this, this is this is the M three E version of of Bear Force One right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, DZ. Oh, um, maybe the hunters from Guild because they're hunters. Oh, god damn it. God. Literally hunters. Ow, that hurts. The last. Ow, I'm sorry, did I take away your idea of putting Paravage in there? <laughs> I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> Ouch, I'm offended. I had to look that up when you said it, and I'm like, oh yeah, this guy. Oh, my that god. guy, yeah. Daddy damage. Daddy damage. Daddy damage. Okay, down, down, down to Cadmus. Talking about your your new Cadmus models. Can I go first? Already exists in the game. This was Roman's topic, so Roman goes first. Yep, this was mine, and I'm taking the easy one. Go, go, gadget, Bandersnatch. Oof, Daisy's gonna be mad. I already had him as a <laughs> another one. Okay, uh, Victoria. Uh, I swear to God, if you say Widow Weaver, Willow Wisps. Okay, nice. Ooh, I like that. Yes, just drag you into a hole filled with mites. Yeah, gross. Get wrecked. Yum. (laughs) Get wrecked. Nate. Uh, I know we made this joke last episode, but uh, Ramos. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, we did. We did. gonna hammer off Ramos for Who the hell is this guy? I don't know. He's just really enthusiastic. (laughs) I am Cadmus now. He's not even he's not even infected. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Alright, DZ. Not gonna say Widow Weaver. (laughs) I'm gonna say Widow Weaver. (laughs) (laughs) She's kind of a spider. Go for, the, go for the extra laziness and throw in Howard Langston. <laughs> I was ambushed. Or uh, the arachnid swarms. Yeah. I'm going to be extra super lazy and go with Joraguma. No, I'm not. Ooh. Oh. Do it. Yeah. You know, actually, I'm surprised that we no one's decided that they would do like a... a uh, construct infected with mites because they did allude to that in the story, uh, but I'm not going to do that because I want something dumb. <laughs> so uh, we, we've talked about infecting constructs and how that's that's you know a thing they can do, and that humans aren't very good hosts for the mites because humans are different than Neverborn and they were designed to infect Neverborn, right? So. There's another thing in here that we don't know how they react to uh, to being infected with mites, and those are gremlins. <laughs> I think that gremlins have like a horrifically severe allergic reaction to mites. 
So much so that they inflate to a point of exploding in a poisonous gas. So I'm giving them little gassers. <laughs> That's fantastic. I was wondering where you're going with that. That was yeah. that was quite the leap, but I, I like it. It might get it be finally, finally we get the backstory of the little gassers I've been waiting for. <laughs> well, besides Putin Toot. <laughs> I love Molly so much. She's a delight. Okay. Uh, Finally, we are back up on topic. Victoria, it is your keyword to pick. Um, By coincidence only, I'm going with Dua Umbra. (laughs) So we have have this list alphabetically, and we decided that we're going to give people the option of just picking whatever keyword they wanted to when it was their turn. We'd still gone down the damn list. I'm sorry. Okay, well, what do you have for the Dua Umber keyword? Um, <clears throat> so you really got to be up on your uh, spooky internet lore to even know what I'm talking about off the bat. But I'm going with uh, the Black-Eyed Children. Oh. Well, yeah, I, I like her too. <laughs> <laughs> stuff, but you'll have to be more specific. <laughs> so according to spooky internet lore, the Black-Eyed Children are these obviously children. Um, they usually show up in pairs. They have pure black eyes. They're usually pale. They like to knock on people's doors in the middle of the night. And if you answer, they'll ask you to let them inside your house. But they also give off this just really super terrifying aura. So you, well, they give off this super terrifying aura, but you feel compelled to do what they tell you to do. Most of the, most of the stories that have ended up on the internet, people don't let them inside. So like... We don't know what they do if they do get in your house. So who who wrote the records of how this, who wrote this creepy pause? Who was phone? I don't know who was phone, <laughs> but generally the people who are writing the stories claim in their stories that they did not let the children you, inside their house. You, you do not bring so. logic into the house of creepy pasta. You get disappointed pretty quick. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know who was phone. <laughs> well, man, Door handhook car door. Mandor handhook car door. Mandor handhook car door, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I figured they could have lure, they could have terrifying aura. Will I um, am. <laughs> I get uh, it. A joke so shitty I made it twice. <laughs> I'm I'm kinda sad this is a podcast, so no one can see my face right now. The joke so shitty I made it. Slap him. It is just <laughs> It is just the the most disappointment. They're going to be like, I guess I, they they'd probably be um, umber models, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, Minions. you can summon them because yeah. he's secretly. I mean, vid- mm. I mean, and the creepy pastas they do just kind of show up. So the sculpt is just baby Cade, two of them. Ooh, ooh how about they're creepy. like uh, they're like three soulstone models, but you can summon two of them. Ooh. 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 Double the children's. Double the children's. <laughs> no, please, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nate. Nate! All right. I'm, I'm both proud and ashamed of this, this, this one. Because uh, I put a lot more work than I should have into this. Uh, so my model is an enforcer. It is Gabriel Ortega. He's DUA and family. Uh, he's got From the Shadows. He's got Gunfighter. He's got a custom shotgun. Uh, I was thinking with the quick reflexes trigger, 
Uh, he'd have the shade step like Ivan so he can jump between shadow markers. And he'd have a defense trigger that would like give him shielded and he could place away from combat. And he has a bonus action called Perish, Perish, Perish. Uh, he can do it once per game. Uh, it can only it can't be taken if he's already t- used his shotgun that turn. And basically, he can take a, ch- a shotgun attack against every model in range, minus one each time he does it. So it gets progressively worse until he shot everything. Uh, I made Reaper from Overwatch. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the reference. I, I, okay. I did not get the reference. Thank you for explaining that to me. Uh, uh, please I'm tell sorry. me the or something, and they're called Edge Lord. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Well, if I'm being perfectly honest, uh, Ivan seems very like attractive to the Edge Lordy children that yes. definitely play Malifa. <laughs> All those teenagers. I don't know, actually, there's probably some teenagers that play Malifa, but anyways, thank you for that. No, they're all on TikTok. DZ, 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 DZ. That is, that is me. Um, okay, so I'll start with my real answer, which is Enforcer, a split keyword with Nightmare, and it is the Babadook. <laughs> so it's got Feed on Fear and Terrifying 12. It's got the Terrorize action with the Fear of the Dark trigger. Uh, maybe riddles in the dark. At a certain point, I was writing this and I was giving it like uh, opportunist stuff, and then I'm like, like as soon as like Roman started writing his answer referring to opportunist, I'm like, oh wait, that's woes. I know my faction very well, <laughs> so I call that out. <laughs> but honestly, uh, Babadook could also be dual keyword with Cadmus as well because he is just a big bug in a trench coat and a top hat and a mask, which I think would be a neat sculpt. That would be pretty cool. What? Well, my my joke answer was the Snander Batch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a big shadowy miner creeping up on a little spider holding a gun. And the attack carries the enemy model. <laughs> that lets them attack the Snander Batch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Thank you for coming up with something. <laughs> You're welcome. I took the lazy route. Yeah. Took the lazy route and went with something that already exists in the game, but not in the Malifaux game itself. I'm going to go with Klaus Norwood because he seems like the sort of like information driven person that would totally hang out with English Ivan. I think English Ivan would be totally cool with a, with a mimic pal, maybe a drinking buddy, but uh, yeah, definitely going with the, the Dua side of the Dua Umbra keyword thing here. He would definitely be an honorary member of the Department of Ungentlemanly Affairs. And also, I think um, uh, he should have, like, calculate the possibilities. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Not through, like, being a, a super genius, but from, like, having so much knowledge and blackmail of stuff. At Dua Mimic, he's going to give two more factions calculate the possibilities. That's, that's yeah. Cool. That's definitely what Ivan needs. <laughs> yep, entirely. <laughs> Damn it, why didn't I playtest this longer? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I I desperately want Klaus as a model. Needs to happen. Yeah, no, that would be super cool. I don't know what that is. I haven't read anything. I I can't read. Roman! Uh, So, as DZ alluded to, uh, mine is an enforcer for the DUA and Woe. And we're going for an entirely different uh, pop culture reference. We have Peter Banning, 
who is a small child in search of his shadow and can fly. You do the math. Uh, uh, as he's, he's woe, he has misery and opportunist uh, distracted. <laughs> anyway, yeah, misery and opportunist distracted because the woes don't have anybody that proc off distracted yet. And I think that'd be super cool. Uh, he attacks with at range at with panpipes to hand out distracted and some small damage at range. Has flight, as I said, and has an ability to swap a either scheme or friendly shadow. He ends in base contact with once per turn to a friendly scheme or shadow, whichever it wasn't originally. Is there a way to stitch a shadow marker to him? Ah. Maybe if you give him drag behind, that could be interesting. I feel like that could get real dumb with the anti-luminal bridge, though. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, that Yes, Rowan was the last one for this keyword. So we will now go down the list again and figure out who's going to be joining the Department of Ungentlemanly Affairs or the Ungentlemanly Membrane um, Umbras Barstool Rastafarian Arthropods. Um, <laughs> Victoria! <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know what I just said. You lost me. Shadowy boys or oh. uh, in the shadowy boys? The, the Umbra, which are the, the shadows, yeah. and the, du, the Dua, the DOA, which are like the spice. Uh-huh. I'm saying you can pick either of those. Oh, okay. 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 Sorry. You're on air. Seamus again. <laughs> no, they're all famous. All of them are going to be Seamus. Honestly, you could describe him as very ungentlemanly, so I could see it. Undercover reporters? Ooh. That's mm. Yes, actually, I'm surprised I didn't think of that. I like that. Barrel men. Oh, Barrel God. Because, uh, you know, cause the, that, that needs to be definitely in another faction. <laughs> yeah. They're so fucking good. Barrel man to you. Oh, lordy. Okay. All right. Okay, who's next? Nate. Nate. Me! You know, yes. who's, you know who's got a mysterious backstory and would fit perfectly in with the DUA? The captain. Fuck yes. Yeah. 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 Give, give him a bright, strong boy to kind of to counterbalance the, the shifty spy thing. But still mysterious. Okay, no. Yeah. Honestly, the, he kind of looks like Ivan. Anyways, maybe they're brothers. <laughs> and it gives us, uh, gives us a link back to the Arcanists. It's Ivan's second job. To remind oh. Doug that Ivan isn't an Arcanist. Yeah, please, thank you. <laughs> Ivan's second job is... I, I appreciate it. Delivery. <sighs> now I'm sad. Thank you, <laughs> Nate. I hope you're happy. DZ. I, I mean, like, I... I half expected them to make the Bandersnatch and Umbra model when uh, when the Explorer Society came out, so I'm going to include the Bandersnatch. Ah. And the <laughs> thing is shadows. Is oh, oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. That's Uh-oh. not good. Uh... I could go with the joke answer. Is that it? And that's, you know what? You know what? You know what? The, the, the Dua needs... Something like uh, something like saboteurs. They don't have anything that's like saboteurs, but just better. 
<laughs> you know, I actually was going to say that. <laughs> um, here's here's one, because I, I don't know why I'm just channeling Nate today. I apologize. I'll get deloused later. Um, <laughs> I feel like, you know, Ivan's totally cool with information. He doesn't care where it's from. As long as he's getting new information on anyone, any of the major players in Malifaux, it's fine. And while Zip does like to talk a lot, it's hard to keep him on subject. So he's found his in into the bayou, the one that also likes to talk, but he can actually ask questions and get proper responses from, and that is old Cranky. <laughs> Fantastic. You know what? We finally added something that doesn't overbreak DUA Umbra. <laughs> Old Cranky does nothing for this keyword. <laughs> he's just there to be old. Now we know why he's so cranky. <laughs> okay, let's. We're, we're on to the next keyword, Nate. Oh, sweet. So I'm actually going to go out of order because you know I'm going to throw a throw a, thing going. throw a wrench a wrench in the works. Need to make a decision here. Uh, what am I more disappointed with? <laughs> I'll break while you're deciding. Uh, I'm going to go with syndicate. Ooh. So my syndicate model, uh, I call them vulture troops because we don't have enough dealing with the uh, the dirigibles from uh, Finnegan dirigibles. So I figure drop troops. What, what else are you going to have in your private corporate army? So we're, we've got a minion, probably like a minion three. Uh, Basically, humans in wingsuits, probably similar to Orville. Uh, considered, maybe even they could have like EVS and Syndicate. Um, but yeah, they're just basically a high speed minion with flight and some kind of shockwave attack. Pretty simple. Nice. Yeah. All right. I would suggest make them not gremlins, but like have them just be really fast, but they also have to take a move every turn. And if they ever come in contact with like blocking terrain oh no uh, they take like three damage you know what i like it that's fair <laughs> smack right into a wall be great be wonderful uh it is dz's turn oh my god did did i hear that we started with syndicate yeah, yeah. We're, on, yep. we're on syndicate okay um so i was thinking for this that what does every good criminal enterprise need but an accountant or a set of accountants and these would be dual keyword with Elite, probably, because I could also see them working for the guild as number crunchers. Their main ability on the syndicate side would be mitigating or redirecting that damage that you can take for price of progress, uh, redirecting to enemies or maybe just other allies, or just canceling it out entirely. Because it, and it, it'd be a small order, because the, the damage is a pretty fair price to pay for a suit, but... Uh, me next. Doug's Doug's next. Hey, guess what? I've I'm repurposing shit I came up with earlier because they haven't been added to guild yet. So we're gonna give Syndicate the Goon Squad. The Goon the Squad. Goon squad. <laughs> nice. Because you know they need like a cheap shitty minion to just get hit and be annoying. And I feel like Goon Squad would be perfect because they're uh, the term came from from Riot Busters back back in the day around this time. Uh, in in real life, and so uh, I would originally had po posited that one uh, a new guild master would be like a Pinkerton guy person, 
but instead, we can just give them ult to Alanya because she needs chaff. And uh, the only thing I came up with for like their their abilities is they'll have a, a, a tactical action called Protect the Boss uh, that they suffer damage to pulse out shielded to friendly models within like two inches. So like things that are doing price of progress can soak up that damage without getting hurt. Goon Squad. Goons. 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 Okay. Roman. All right. My addition to the syndicate uh, are the skinwalkers. Uh, as oh. I discussed last time, I think it's super cool that we have a Native American uh, female master in here. And the only thing I want more than that is more shapeshifters, which if you read the through the reach book, we have those in the Native American population. Uh, so I figure a, a minion to syndicate chimera model here, probably like seven or eight stones, uh, give them price of progress, maybe like hard to wound, unimpeded or depth of malifo, something to not care about terrain, blood soaked claws, which is the two, four, five attack off of the beast within among other things. And, uh, Really, the the thing because these guys aren't going to do the the full swap out a model that Miranda or uh, Vogel do. Uh, they're kind of mid morph, so they're going to have a bonus action called "It's Morphin' Time," which is the new uh. Uh, made by me um, <laughs> version of the old uh, Dance of the Heavens from the Ten Thunders Bro last edition, where essentially you flip a card, give it something a little bit higher target number, like a five. But essentially, it doesn't do anything by itself, but for every suit, it has something different. So like a, a partial morph. So like place within three inches, maybe plus one to their melee stat or damage, uh, plus one armor or heal two. Uh, so essentially, they would have the option to price a progress, whatever that suit is, to heal one total. So they could be a little bit more independent than it looks like the rest of her keyword is so far. Okay, no. Uh, The exact midpoint and all the Animorph covers. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. The really Uh, crusty faces. Uh, Uh, Victoria. CG. My turn? Yes. So, uh, I just went and stole from Through the Breach. Hooray. Um, You know who also steals from Through the Breach? You. You know who also steals from Through the Breach? Weird. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go with the head of the Alpine Firearm Company, Loon Heed, because um, machine guns. Yes. Do you want to clarify, I guess? Uh, Loon Heed, head of Alpine Firearms, focuses on machine guns in his company. Shitty, shitty boy. Is he, is shitty he like, boy. is he Mr. Torg is what I'm asking. Um, he doesn't probably doesn't look like him, but yes. Okay. Mr. Torg. <laughs> no, like, so, so the, uh, it, through, uh, into the steam book has like all of the gun manufacturers and uh, all the big gun manufacturers in Malifaux and, uh, goes over, you know, some of the interesting things about them. And this guy, I think, think if i recall correctly the alpine company was founded by him because he just couldn't kill horcats fast enough <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so 
that seems relatively syndicate-y. You know, bringing up Torg makes me think that Lord Justin Cooper is kind of just like Sir Hammerlock. Please, little Justin. Mostly robot. (laughs) I I would be totally cool with a Hammerlock alt. All right. Uh, Yeah, Nate was the one who started this. So let's go down to the list again. Nate, who's gaining the syndicate keyword? Uh, I'm going with Banditos, and I have a a canon where basically they were on a train robbery, and then Anya just offers them a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet! You're you're okay with crime? Here you go. Have some money. <laughs> go do crime for me. Legal crime. Legal crime with your guns that takes the fun out of it. Sorry, I'm slowly turning Anya into Palpatine. <laughs> She also shoots lightning, so... Yeah. You know. She'll get there every time. Practically the same. And she's secretly a monster underneath her face. I think that's Lucius. Um, DZ, who who are you giving the syndication? Under Lucius's mask, he was just, like, like the most average-looking dude. But, like, everybody (laughs) who, like, built it up so much in their head that when they see that he's just a normal dude, they're like, what? How's your... What? No! That's the sheer, and then they lose their mind. <laughs> sheer disappointment kills them. Yeah, yeah, the hype and and subsequent disappointment. I mean, you're just a normal guy. That's you're just bullshit. Wait, hold on, you're Jonathan Reichert. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not notice you were four hundred pounds? <laughs> Good tailor. And he always stands a little further away than you think he is. <laughs> perspective. Okay, uh, we're going. We're, we're going with Doug, and I'm going to go along the lines of the Bandito answer, but make it a bit more railroady. And I was initially going to say Sparks just to keep up with the Gremlin theme. I for some reason had, but like you already have hostile work environment, you don't need another one in the crew, really. So just let's give them rail workers. I'm sure there's some scabs out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's almost a lazy answer, but I like yeah, can't oh, take yeah. Henry. He's got a, a boner for murder. On no, that's, that's never mind. Boner? I was gonna say a boner for murder on Anya, but that's that's tasteless. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll just give him just give him real workers. Lazy, I'm lazy, I'm lazy with this one. Ah, uh, fuck. Um, oh, one one other thing. I'm gonna change my. I can't change mine. I'm going to. Who wants their Who wants their answer changed? It depends on what you're scheming at. Okay, DZ, I'm changing yours from Syndicate Elite to Syndicate Cadmus. And they're going to be corporate drones. Boo! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that works so well with the accountant, too. (laughs) At that point, they can keep Elite. Yeah, it's the same thing, really. It's just three three, three keywords. Three keywords, we're fine. Who cares? All right, DZ, you get to pick a keyword we haven't done yet. You got Evs. And all the good ones are gone. Hang on, I need to add something to Syndicate. Evs, Frontier, or Wastrel. No, dial it back. Roll it back. Are we not all doing... What? Are we not all doing models that... I think Doug got a little excited there. (laughs) Oh, fuck! Oh, no! (laughs) I got too excited! He's, go, sorry, he's going Roman. the rails. Roman, who's who's gotten your keyword? Who's getting the syndicate keyword? So Thank you. clearly, Anya Anya has ground superiority 
and Winston does pretty well in the skies, but I figure with Sovereign flying around, they've they've attracted the interest of some of the uh, the infamous crew. And uh, Iron Skeeters kind of follow around Sovereign like baby ducks following a mama duck is how I see this happening. <laughs> Every once in a while, the mama duck murders one of the babies, but yeah, I, I get you. And then one of them you falls know. down a grate, and it's the saddest video you'll ever see. <laughs> okay, it's Victoria. Rail Golem. <laughs> yeah, just uh, steal all sense. of Mayfang's stuff. I yeah. mean, to be fair. To be fair. They're, they're trains. Big clunky steamy boy. Yeah, but who would put a train in this in this faction? That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now mm. we're moving on. A little far DZ pick a key word. I shall choose balloons for 600. I will choose... Uh, let's do EVS. Okay. I'm going to start out EVS with a, key, with a dual keyword, EVS and Amalgam, with my enforcer character, Humphrey Higglesworth. Uh. He is an abomination, exactly like the other abominations, but he was discovered by Maxine on one of her expeditions. And unlike the other abominations, he is fully sapient and he is quite polite, <laughs> despite being a horrific crime against God and man. Oh, no. Oh, poor guy. Instead of just a regular abomination, I'm imagining like a full-on desolation engine with a top hat. <laughs> like googly eyes. Well, he's, yeah. size of a, he's a size of an abomination, but it's the... It's the, the little the, guy. Helped. Okay. And he's, so he's got like, a giant mustache. Yes! Of course. Oh dear, you seem to have unearthed me from my ancient tomb. Oh, adorable. Okay. Doug. Uh, I'm going to go with a character I created for uh, a league like a year ago. Uh, and also because we don't have any like fucking Ar- Arctic explorers. Damn it. <laughs> so uh, we're going to go with Rosalind Anna's Adamson. Adamson. Fuck. We're going to go with Rosalind Adamson, who is, uh, yeah, just a playoff of name of a famous Arctic explorer. And so uh, she's going to have a relic hammer and she's going to be really cool. Uh, yeah, we'll make her. We'll make her a henchman, and uh, she likes to piss off Rasputina for funsies or something. <laughs> you you have to be cool to wield a relic hammer. If you're if you're not cool enough, it like when you pick it up, it it just you just explode. It makes it makes the the you fucked up noise from the Price is Right, and then you explode. Yeah, the, the sad trombone noise. Full slide whistle. <laughs> all right uh roman uh i also was sad that we didn't have an arctic explorer but i went the opposite way uh so i went with john franklin who is an actual uh also historical person but he's a little early in regular time like 100 years or so uh oh, but he supposedly yeah he, he went to the north pole but uh they definitely had some cannibal problems in that they got ice locked for a long time and ran out of food. So he's going to be EVS in December. Uh, <laughs> definitely got to have Grim Feast. Uh, reconfigure on a crow. What was that? I said he's fully naked because of the, the <laughs> like, I'm picturing those, those weird, like 
uh, stories of hypothermia where they just like rip all their clothes off and like, <laughs> weird places. Oh yeah, no, that's perfectly cool. No, just um, like just like a a, a thong. Or no, it's Speedo, Speedo, because he's you know he's always participating in the volleyball game. Yep. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, I I feel like he instead of having ways to make ice pillars, has ways to create corpse markers, possibly from scheme markers. Because uh, while everybody in December keyword has Grimfeast, they have no way of making corpse markers short of killing stuff, and then they have to get to the the marker, which doesn't happen. Uh, but maybe he has that and a way to move friendlies because he's an explorer. Okay. I like the idea of, of turning a scheme marker into a corpse marker because it's like, aha, you thought you planted this bomb, but really it was a severed human arm the whole time. <laughs> yep. You've gone snow blind. <laughs> it's ocean madness. I like the, the one guy that's creating the scheme markers for the factions like, ah, just it just opens up his crate of like explosives, and it's just bodies. It's like, ah, oh, this should work, right? <laughs> okay, um, pulled out the wrong. He pulled from the wrong drawer. But, yes, yeah, I, I fucked up that joke. Moving on, I will admit <laughs> I, I screwed that up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to entertain you people. Record it later. Edit it in. <laughs> Victoria, everybody laugh. <laughs> Good one. Um. <laughs> So, I was, honestly, I was about to say he opens up his lunch and he finds a bunch of explosives, but I realize that doesn't make sense unless it's like Rezzers <laughs> or uh, December model. <laughs> okay, or, fair. Uh, yeah. Doggy McMorning <laughs> apparently is accidentally a cannibal. Or Savage. <laughs> Victoria. There's a lot of cannibalism. Please change the subject from cannibalism. I'm waiting <laughs> for people to stop talking. Okay, so... um. I also went the historical explorer route, but I looked up specifically ocean explorers. And this man, I cannot pronounce his first name, so I just went with his last name. It's Ekman. What'd he do? He studied stuff with the ocean. Here, let me bring him up again. Am I the only one that went stupid with this one? (laughs) Apparently. No, I went very stupid. Just you wait. I don't like to be alone. Huh, oh, yes, I see your notes. That is stupid. Wow, this is not... Hang on. Here he is. Vaughn? Pretty sure V-A-G-N. that's Vaughn. V-A-G-N. Vaughn. That is the perfect amount of phlegm. Oh, it's... it's he's Swedish. Okay. Yeah. Wow, sweet. Nice. Formulated a way to determine seawater compressibility from pressure and temperature... Also invented several very specific instruments, uh, like the oh, Ekman, Ekman current meter and Ekman reversing water bottle. <gasps> so he's a nerd. <laughs> yes, he's a nerd. That sounds like a great ability. So that pretty much pans out to also having calculate the possibilities. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, God, in EVS? No. <laughs> oh, you bad man. <laughs> in faction. <laughs> you absolute fucking madman. <laughs> We're not doing that. Google result for Von Ekman is so wonderfully formatted. With I am, such great nineties colors. I am I am I am not playtesting this for twenty minutes in my head. <laughs> okay. Uh Nate? Nate. Nate, alright. So <laughs> ready for some stupid? 
Uh, this character is Shelton. I am. Uh, he's an enforcer. He's a shrimp-like creature, uh, similar to the gibbering hordes. Uh, he's highly well, intelligent, and he's in some kind of like probably small robot suit. He fancies himself uh, Maxine's rival. She just thinks he's kind of adorable and keeps him on the ship. Uh, he's got a, he's got high willpower, which will be you know slightly different for the rest of the keyword. Uh, I was thinking, speaking of oh both, he's gonna have the. I was thinking you have the knew you were gonna do that ability like Bryn. So we're kind of on a Bryn binge. Uh, maybe some kind of an obey, and then I was gonna give him the onward action with the trigger maximum overdrive, uh, uh, which increases his movement by one for the action. Uh, this is plankton. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck! I was picturing insanity prawn boy, but Plankton's next, better. Yeah. Next in the wave is uh, Karen, his computer wife. Yes. Okay. So who's okay? Let's go back down. Go back through. Who's getting the EVS keyword in the game? DZ. Oh crap! Yeah. Right. Hmm. I only know like two of the factions. Two and a half, maybe. <laughs> uh, so I'll pay attention to anyone else's stuff, but let's uh, let's say Tuco. I, I imagine Tuco has been on a lot of adventures, like before he came back around to searching for revenge. Hmm. He's kind of like a, a wandering that. soul. Okay, I have just the dumbest idea. And this is just all okay. I fully admit this is just from a dumb idea in my head, kind of a joke. But I think the undercover reporter should have the EVS <laughs> keyword because they're just loading supplies onto the ship, and there's just this one lone barrel. It's like, oh, but do we have some extra? What the hell is in their body parts? Yeah, just load on the ship, and so got stuck <laughs> on the ship, and so just like sheepishly like, hey guys, hey, I'm a, I'm an undercover reporter, not um, your turnips. So. uh so in that. this in this head cannon, they opened the barrel, saw that there was vaguely humanoid parts in there, and, and went, "Oh yeah, that's probably just those extra human body parts we ordered." No, oh, those yeah, are the ski markers. That's the person. It's definitely the ski markers. Looks like oh, yeah. looks yeah, like this. meat's back on the menu, boys. Oh no! <laughs> I was imagining because they they go they sit in the barrel and go over the waterfall. Oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm taking it. I am taking it. Okay, uh, move on, Roman. Please have a better idea than I did. Uh, I don't know about better, but probably pretty awesome. Uh, we are reuniting the college roommates of Willie and Doctor Beeb. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Thank you, thank you so much for that. The boys, the boys are back at it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I should have gone with Ramos because because Calypso kind of looks like a spider. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. That's my fetish. <laughs> I can be inside it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, I gotta cha- yeah, t- change my answer. To Ramos. Oh, I don't Spends like the that. next three editions trying to make a huge one and power it with a soul stone the size of Miami. <laughs> Uh, uh, bleh. Who's next? Victoria? So the Mark II. The, the Mark I was the Leviathan. Who's after Roman? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm after Roman. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it's an alt model, but the salty sea devil. Yes! I love it. <laughs> I'll allow it. 
Because <laughs> I have to. I mean, yeah, basically the entire Brian and Bo box. Yeah. 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 I feel okay. like they'd be like opposed forces. The like the the scalawags would be messing with EVS on their adventures. Except mm. for the Sea Devil. Sea Devil doesn't care. It plays both sides. Yeah. It just plays a squeeze box. <laughs> All right. It goes uh, to Nate. whoever has the most barrels full of body parts. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, a reporter. <laughs> oh, no. This barrel full of schemes. <sighs> All right. So my, my, my choice for EVS uh, is a dashing gentleman in a sailor's uniform. And we're going with the first mate. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Master of Sea and Sky. That was his last job. And Swamp. It was an intern. <laughs> uh, they found him in a barrel full of body parts. Mm, delicious. Decided to bring he's, him on the crew. Just like eating, eating out of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm also, I would like to. Uh, I would like to suggest a uh, an errata to Willie to make our head canon of uh, of Willie teaching Doctor Beeb that everything works better with dynamite in it. Uh, Willie needs packed with explosives as an action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think yeah. he would have learned that from? <laughs> tired sparks would have learned yeah. that from sparks. Okay, I'm just gonna be lazy and go down the list. We're going with Frontier next. Well, I believe that's, that's Frontier. Okay, uh, so because of the sandworm, we kind of set a precedent for uh, bass being able to at least partially control wild creatures out in the, the Badlands. So I'm going to go with something I just personally enjoy from Through the Breach. It's kind of dumb, uh, and, a, and a just the way it looks is kind of goofy, but it is it is a plant that just gets up and goes after its meal, not very fast, but I mean, most things don't expect a, fast. a plant to actually. It is move five. Never mind. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's disturbingly fast plant, uh, but it it is a wasteland plant, so it was like a low moisture plant. So basically, it looks like a pineapple with tentacles. It is called <laughs> the sawtooth creeper, and I love it so. And I think it should have like grab on built into all of its melee attacks, where where it just ends its activation and the enemy and the model gains a uh, slow, uh, maybe like a pull and drag trigger on a, on a tentacly attack stuff like that definitely armor one but uh yeah the murderous pineapple is what i want in the frontier keyword okay roman next i went ahead with another pop culture reference and i am adding the henchman of henry lafors uh to the frontier keyword from he's the expert tracker and lawman from butch cassidy and the sundance kid uh, so I figure he moves friendlies towards a target. He hands out adversary frontier at range and uh, has a calling card white hat action that will do that uh, and will drop schemes in base contact with the target when he does that. Uh, probably a, a drop it trigger or something similar. Uh, also, he has don't mind me and comes back like Big Jake. Oh, nice. What is the reference? The references in uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, he's the guy that is like tracking them for the first half of the movie and always has this like white hat on. That's how they know it's him. And they just cannot lose him. Victoria. Um, I went with another historical reference. Yay. Um, Yay. Throw Annie Oakley in there. Yay. Nice. Honestly, I think she's not already at Malfo. 
shooty, right? Like she needs to be a shooty, like shooty henchman. Shooty lass, yeah. Shooty yeah. Lass. And Anna, Annabelle, Anna, Annabelle Oakland. Sure. Annabelle <laughs> shootress. Yes. Easy peasy. Card writes itself. Okay. Uh, neat. All right. So I went the other direction. Went for pop culture. Uh, I know I said I wanted Gene Wilder and Bayou, but uh, I'm going with Gene Waco as Frontier and Bandit. <laughs> uh, he's okay. an enforcer. Uh, I mean, we're basically doing the Waco kid from from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> yeah, fair. So we've got gunfighter, running gun, man, and I love you. Uh, fistful of script. Uh, probably wouldn't give him life a crime. Uh, quick draw, rapid fire. Just make him a really good pistol model. Salt of the earth. You know, morons. Morons. Uh, that line needs to be one of his actions. I was thinking like a trigger. Like maybe he'd have a stoic nod and then you have a trigger for stoic nod. You know, morons. I like that. <laughs> Salt of the Earth is the action name. And then, you know, morons is the trigger. Yeah, yeah like, a, like a heel. Salt of, salt of the Earth. You know. Yes. So, yeah, okay. that's my that's my boy. You're a brilliant madman, and I love you for that. DZ. Oh, it's me. I didn't go for a reference. I went for something generic. And uh, I went with a minion three called a hermit. And uh, these guys, unlike the like the trackers that that uh, are like the other, the rest of the frontier models, these guys were already out there in the wilderness. And uh, who's is that Bass that's frontier? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just kind of like found them and he's like, you're in my keyword now. And they're like, oh, okay. But they just they just want to be left alone. So they're they're low movement, but they have a high stat like secret passage and they gain fast or maybe they get a free walk or something at the beginning of their activation if no enemies have line of sight to them. So they 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 want to be oh like far away from everybody. Maybe they have a repelling aura of some kind. I think it'd be, yeah, I think we need if they, had, they gained fast if they were, like, literally near nobody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, friendly or enemy. Like, they don't want anyone nearby. Let me alone. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Go, just go. I, I came out go here to be alone. all doing? They Maybe they attack with, like, a shovel or an axe or something else that, like, they would just have for maintaining their homes. Maybe give them mine soul stone or something. Mining so tools. Something to do while they're, while they're, uh, off doing their own thing hermits all right uh who's getting the frontier keyword um i realize you could technically take them if you declare frontier into guild but i think the lone marshal would be perfect for frontier no jokes here just something that like if you heard if you read his story it just seems like he would totally hang out with bass all the time be good bros roman yes cheers I was in what are yeah, we yes. um, adding to Frontier? <laughs> yes. Uh, I had an idea and then I lost it. Um, you know, I, I like the idea of now that Bass has gone on a, a little adventure with Yedza, that he's closer to part of like her, her story chronicle idea. So I honestly feel like Lamplighters would be cool in here. I don't, that'd be terrifying as hell. You're just out in the middle of the wasteland. You'd see a lamp. <laughs> a lit oh. lamp. Yep. In the middle of fucking no. It's fucking Narnia. What the hell? The, the Malifaux version of Narnia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
Victoria, where are you adding to the frontier keyword? Tara. Nah. Bullshit. <laughs> Yes. yes. I mean, yeah, you don't I mean, need any sort of other explanation. I feel like they, they know each other and they're pretty chill with each other. Straight up Terra. Adding a keyword means a different thing when you're talking about a master, but yeah. Who cares? Shush. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Nate's next, not you. Nate's <laughs> next, and I'm adding wild free-range executioners. Just <laughs> <laughs> heard these bad boys going Press through the frontier lands. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Traveling from water hole to watering hole to watering hole. My baby had one of these babies for miles. I just need an alt sculpt of executioners now that look like like bisons crossed with water. Yeah, I mean, where do you where do you think Reichardt came from? <laughs> Reichardt is just the term for the alpha executioner of the pack <laughs> you know looking at the executioner art like they're they're both like mostly naked the one's got an apron so that's why he has disguised he's actually wearing clothes <gasps> yeah well oh, that's a, that's, I'm, <laughs> sure whatever okay <laughs> dz what are you adding to frontier oh it, it that conversation utterly erased it from my brain <laughs> Oh, I was, on on the lamplighter note, front like will o' wisps also kind of make sense since they exist out and luring people around. Yeah, uh, yeah. And as okay. it's established that they have oh, monsters in the keyword, well, have wisps and lamplighters, so you don't know which one it is. Oh okay. no, upsets. Very different outcomes for that. One of them, nice person that fell out of a Zelda game. The other one's. Leading into a hole full of spiders. Right. <laughs> <laughs> why did you hire these will-o'-wisps? It's been awful for for guiding our our pack from one wherever we're going. Our pack of wild executioners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Ah, oh, shit. Ghost Rider needs to be in this game now. <laughs> but he's flying, so he's in the sky. God damn it. Yep. Okay. Moving on. Roman, you've got two keywords left uh, to pick let's from. Let's go ahead with uh, Wastrel. Okay. I'm imagining a another minion two here. Something cheap. We're just going to call them strong backs. Uh, give them like frantic digging so that they can uh, bring up more scrap. Uh, shovel or a mining tools attack. An ability that says, very dangerous, you go first. And it works like deadly pursuit, but it's at the start of the turn. And if they touch a scheme, they can discard it or flip it to a scrap or a corpse. Nice. What is that a reference to? Uh, That is adding to the Wastrel Indiana Jones references. Okay. Because you said strong backs, and honestly, the first thing that came to mind was Aladdin. I could see that. Mm. Can we call them street rats? (laughs) Could do. I, I was I was pulling from the line of they hire only strong backs and they pay pennies for them. Fair. Okay. Give them a, <laughs> an ability then. And one of them looks like Aladdin. I'm good with that. Victoria. Compromise. Um. So I was thinking, like, a legit grave robber or an Egyptologist or just mash them together. Oh, just Brendan Fraser from The Mummy. Yeah, basically. 
Oh, I it's just that. Brandon Fraser. <laughs> I did a guy for the the league that was an Egyptologist. I think Hall- Sir Helen Carter. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, the model is just Fraser. Brandon Fraser. Yeah, <laughs> mine was black, black Brendan Fraser. <laughs> hmm. Anyways, I think that yeah. Uh, that that's filling the same thing of like why don't we have this in the explorer society please give us or like maybe maybe just combine them into one person they're like i don't know glacier mummies sure those are a thing okay mm. get rosalind this are guy <laughs> oh dang bicentennial man or wait the so, other the so other one, one of these looks like chris evans uh-huh <laughs> the other one looks like brendan Fraser. <laughs> nice. Oh no! Okay. But the sculpts are like they're opposite sides of like a high five. If you place them perfectly next to each other, <laughs> yes. Uh, Nate. All right. So the model I came up with uh, are called Black Sheep, and they are basically punk anarchists. Like they're they're going a bit further into the kind of criminally side of of. McCabe's keyword. So they are wastrel and wildfire minions. Uh, oh. oh, and so their main draw—they'd nice. have a lot of basically burning, burning abilities. I was thinking flaming bottle, blow it to hell, burn stick as a melee attack, and they would also have arson with a trigger to drop a scrap marker in base with the removed ski marker. Charred remains. Yeah, there you are. Nice. Oh Jesus! I like blow it. to hell! Blow to hell on minion three. <laughs> oh. Yeah, maybe oh. minion, maybe minion two. Oh yeah, that, that'll balance it out. I mean, we still have you know, what's the other thing in this faction with blow it to hell or not? Or arson. Also in McCabe's crew. Uh, they're not in the faction, but Sadir. No, Sadir. Yeah, oh. yeah, Sadir does a blow it to hell, doesn't he? Yep. Either way, many bullets. Something along right. those lines. DZ. I've got a minion four for this, and they're called rejects. <laughs> they're basically they tried to get into Cooper's club, but they sucked. And they would have been runaways, but McCabe was like, hey, can I just use them for cannon fodder instead? <gasps> so, <laughs> they, they really suck though. They've they got were so surprises. they were so disappointing that Cooper didn't even want to kill them. I yeah, I, I just I debated which way to go with that. Either they were they were like a little too good to be runaways, or they're not even worth being runaways. Like he knew that hunt would be so boring. I'm imagining like fat fanboys. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> like <laughs> instead of scrawny runaways, they're like just fat dudes who couldn't keep up with the hunt. Yeah, his neck beards. Yep. Coop Cooper fanboys. I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> You're not a Cooper fan, so you're safe. That's me. (laughs) Nate, you're not fat. He's diabetic, though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be athletically fit enough to join Cooper's club. (laughs) Wealthy elite. No, like if he gets sent back to Malifaux, he doesn't have any insulin. That's pretty bad. It's a bad time. Uh Oh, I mean, at that point, just like stitch a pig into his side, he'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm going straight to the Bayou for medical advice. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure Zoraida could make something happen for me. Oh, no. Yeah. What, what what could it possibly cost? Right? It's a, it's a swine curse, but you just take Hulk Rocket's head and you just jam it onto a pig moth. <laughs> mm. You could do that alt right now. Oh, God. 
Give oh, God, Nate no. the pig keyword, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the pig keyword, you cowards. Okay, Doug's next. Moving on. Uh, I, I also went down the road of like, hey, these are guys are outcasts, but not in the outcast faction. Uh, we're going to go with buskers because I still want to see them in Malifaux, preferably as a as a pursuit for Through the Breach. But I'll take what I can get. But yeah, okay, so these will be musicians, street performers. That's what a busker is. Give them something like a lure, maybe a chatty aura, which is definitely fair in a minion three type of situation. But also hands out just like a lot of distracted. Uh, but yeah, what's some musician models that aren't specifically tied to um, Crossroads 7? Yeah, Crossroads 7. Okay, Roman, who are you adding to the Wastrel keyword? Oh, this is a hard one. For some reason, I'm I'm seeing like Johan. I feel like he would hang out. I don't I don't know why. I don't have a reason for that. He just kind of comes to mind. He just works. Yeah. All right, Victoria. <laughs> Dead outlaws. I don't. Sure. Yeah. Nice. For reasons. And they suck at being outlaws, so they work on the wastrel keyword. <laughs> yeah, I actually went and like looked at wastrel, and it's like just a, a useless person. So yeah, they also happen to be treasure hunters too. But yeah, useless people. Perfect. Awesome. That's how I got to rejects. Great, Nate. Speaking hmm. of useless. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Got it. Aww. Grave diggers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they're, they're, like, they don't find the relic. They're crappy at doing what, what McCabe is trying to do. But uh, They totally, totally misread the job application. <laughs> oh, whoops. Well, I dig up ski marks. <laughs> yes, I have shovel. <laughs> we'll throw Mortimer in there too. He needs a home. <laughs> Poor guy. I'm so lonely. No, no, we just leave I the shovel. bodies. <laughs> what? Shovel Wait, that sounds like a waste. You just leave these perfectly good bodies. These perfectly steam ski markers. You can put those in a barrel. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, DZ. Oh, um, you know what? Uh, how about Bayou Smugglers? I think that yeah. they mm. they might have a job like moving moving relics and stuff that uh, that McCabe finds. Yeah, they need a third keyword. <laughs> I don't know anything about any faction other than the ones I care about. Understandable. It is. When I was when I was brainstorming like what to add here, I I kept thinking of like okay, what's the what's the thing that could like carry around the shit that McCabe is digging up? But then I kept thinking about the Bayou Smuggler art, and I'm like, that already exists. <laughs> it does. I like it. All right, uh, we're on to me, and I have the perfect one. Both a useless model and someone that has dealings with McCabe before. Yes, it is in fact his girlfriend, Nellie Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure that the interaction between them was like definitely unintentional on his part, but I like the idea of her showing up one day. Is like I have the wastrel keyword now. I love you. It's like oh Wait, Jesus what? Christ, no! <laughs> you just can't get rid of her. She's like a tick. Uh, yeah, give her and the Cadmus keyword too. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, uh, last keyword then. Victoria's starting off here with uh, Seeker. Hooray. 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 Um, so I just went with immortal legendary people. And the one that looked really good to me was uh, Zeusudra. I think I'm saying that correctly. Okay. Um, so legendary immortal Sumerian king. I I think he also like s- s- stopped a flood or something in one of the epics. Yeah, hold on, not... let, me, let me let me read his Wikipedia entry and then I can riff off of that. Okay. Z i u s u d r a. He can see the notes. Oh right, he can. I, I I like the idea that he he oh, wasn't right. actually immortal. Like Jedza just kept hanging around him. <laughs> Leave me alone. Or, that's cool. Or just like walked over him millennia after he died. And he just still hangs out. Just like, oh, I've been done with you for like a decade. Please just leave. No. I'm immortal! <laughs> no. <laughs> Am I extra seeker now? <sighs> so does she keep him around to annoy him, or does he stick around her to annoy her? Yes. Okay. Oh, is it this is like a Willy Wontley situation? <laughs> Back. Oh, no. Hey, Grannies oh. need love, too. That's what keeps keeps you coming back. Got to find out. Okay. Nate, before this gets weird, let's go to something weird. Before oh. it gets <laughs> wait, wait. I'm I'm after DZ, or I'm, I'm I'd be last, right? Because DZ went first. Scandal. Oh no, Victoria went first. Wow, that I went first. Yeah, hi. Let him work it out. <laughs> I'm very tired. I apologize. All right, so this might be my dumbest idea yet. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> So That's a high bar there, oh, sir. So you know, Yedza is like you know, kind of like a finder of lost things. You know, the things that die and then come back to life. What's the thing that we all know just disappears and goes off to some afterlife unknown to most most people? That's your lost socks in the laundry. Lips. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. So so Yedza now has a sock golem. <laughs> It's it's an enforcer like all the other golems at height four. Uh, it's it uh, has the oh, penetrating socks. it has the penetrating stench and natural musk abilities. Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> this this thing's been around as long as Yeds has been around. That's a lot of socks over a lot of years. And it's, oh, that's even before washing machines existed. And its chronicle is uh, dirty laundry. Uh, so whenever whenever something heals or whatever chronicle triggers, a model within six inches gains distracted because <laughs> you know it's airing out the dirty laundry. It's got a huge it's got a huge fist attack with a smash trigger, so you get poisoned whenever you get punched by the giant nasty sock pile. These are pre wash, and uh, it it also is very staticky. So I just literally cut and paste the electrical shock attack from the test subjects. Okay. <laughs> That's oh, really clever. You put effort into it, Nate. I put a lot of effort and thought into a ball of socks. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to agree that it is your dumbest idea. <laughs> okay. DZ. It is now your Oh, I'm oh, so, yeah. So thinking about immortality and, and uh rebirth, I went I'm going with like an enforcer of the Solomon Grundy variety. From uh, DC, so this guy. Born on a Monday. 
he was. He married on Wednesday or something, whatever. It's based on an old rhyme, so it's not it's not uh, trademarkable by DC, so we could even use the name. But so this guy, he doesn't. The, his catch is that like he doesn't want to keep being brought back to life. He hates it. He wants to be dead. But like just by sh- and like this. I'm, I'm sorry. Is it Jedza? Jedza. It's Jedza. Jedza. Okay, so Jedza. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally crossing paths with him like after he's dead just like by happenstance she's not trying to re- like reincarnate him it just keeps happening over and over so his chronicle is like please make it stop <laughs> and uh it's whenever another model heals he may suffer one damage so that he can yeah. maybe die maybe make him like a nephilim or something give him black blood so that he has something to do with that I picture his, yeah, him having like a lot of self-damaging things like masochistic thoughts or that type of stuff. Oh, sad boy. Sad. He just wants to be dead. Oh, hey, Nate. Can the sock golem have the puppet keyword, please? <laughs> Absolutely, yes, sir. Yay. Okay. Um, I'm, gonna oh, I'm go just with... imagining every, every sock in the pile has googly eyes. <laughs> one of those big variety packs where like there's some really ones. Yeah. oh lord okay i'm gonna go with we're, we're gonna call them the lost and this is the lost legion the uh the, the roman legion that just fucking disappeared uh we'll just say they marched their ass into malifon accident and died mm. and then you know mm. yeah it comes around and picks a couple of them up and like oh wow we really fucking got lost, didn't we? Hey, can we <laughs> hang out with you? <clears throat> um, we should have taken that left turn in Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's as far as fluff goes. For like, a, I th- actually thought of an ability that I thought might be might be very slightly useful, and it's called Worthy Sacrifice. When this model makes an action or is targeted by an action, it may suffer one damage and gain shielded plus one. The reason behind that is that if this model, if models are topped off and health, they don't count as being healed for all the chronicle stuff. So like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Give him a little bit of like, hey, I'm gonna target you with a healing action. You're gonna take a point of damage. I'm gonna heal you back anyways, and I'm gonna do the chronicle stuff. Makes sense. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roman. Alright, so I went on the other side of, of the Edza thing of essentially she seems to be collecting storybook characters or people who are worthy of their own story. So I added a minion too that is a storyteller. I figure give them ancient words, maybe a shockwave that causes distracted, has not a bomb to drop scheme markers at range. Uh, and their chronicle would be called Old Favorite, which just copies another chronicle of their choice in a short range, say probably four or five inches. Cool. Again, yeah. it seems perfectly balanced. I play tested it for entire half seconds. <laughs> so we're yep. we're yep. moving on to um, who are we giving the seeker keyword to? And I chose this one, so I guess I go first. He's not in the game. How about how about Philip and the Nanny? Nice, that'd be oh, cool. I like that. That's cool. Oh yeah, I'm next. Yeah. Whoever's um, next is next. Nate. Nate is I next. I am. I am next. I have. I have two answers. One stupid one, as is to be expected. Uh, can we just? <laughs> can we just give her the hodgepodge emissary? <laughs> I was Wait, considering I, that honestly. 
that might be too much. I, I feel like he's her cousin or something. Right? Yeah, that's your cousin, Fred. <laughs> Fred Hodgepodge. <laughs> What's um, your other answer? My other answer that's also probably too much, but, you know, it would take literal minutes of playtesting to prove otherwise, uh, would be the bone pile. Bone oh, horse. yeah. Ooh. I think would also, yeah, it really just look really well in her keyword, too. So there's that. DZ. I'm thinking this would be a bit of a story advancement, but uh, I'm almost thinking that Hayredden might want to follow her around a bit to learn what she's what she's up to since he's mm. uh, studying the lost art of necromancy that previously was was forbidden for Nephilim. Seems like he's got she's got to uh, seems like this Jedsa character could teach him some things. Sigh. <laughs> Philip. Philip. And the nanny. Philip and the nanny. Yeah. And okay. the uh, yeah, I'm kind of like stealing your your Solomon Grundy idea here, mostly just how the character sort of plays on the board. But honestly, I think Yedza would have would take a liking to Archie. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Hmm. I thought for a second you were going to go with Killjoy. No, um, yeah, I was trying to think of the other models that like die and come back. Yeah, no, no, Archie. Archie probably loves um, Yedza and all of her candy. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 my only reasoning. I think they would get along really well. I mean, it'd be pretty hard not to get along with Archie. Also, thought thought if melting is the ice cream version of dying, does keeping oh, no. ice cream around Yedza mean that ice cream never melts? It just turns huh. back into the cow. <laughs> the full cow. You don't, Sophie, no. But you don't kill a cow to get milk. I mean, you do a Malifo. They're very oh, okay. violent cows. Sophie, They're no! Really executioners. <laughs> oh, God, no, no. You just love an executioner. Frequently, you'll see the executioners riding wild. wild. <laughs> oh, God, and what this, have I done? <laughs> right, this just made me, this just brought me to a really obscure reference. The fucking Jimmy Neutron cartoon. When his dad, Hugh Neutron, ends up with his time control remote. And he's literally just eating the same ice cream cone over and over because he can rewind time and nice. re-eat the same ice cream cone. That's quite possibly that's the really best use of a time straight. remote. <laughs> Roman! Right. Oh. No, you're good. Joke over. So Joke over. <laughs> so I, I had considered Killjoy just from the, the kind of endless story and comes back from death kind of an idea. But I was like, no, nah, that's too on the nose. So my entire other thought of an entirely balanced addition to this keyword is, you know what else is kind of a, a storied creature that humanity will never let die from telling the story over and over? Dragons. So she's totally getting the Dawn Serpent. Ooh. Hmm. All right. Yeah, why not? Dargons. Yeah, a, Dargons. Another, another self-healing thing with Min 3 and hard to kill. Nothing could go wrong. Uh, why you gotta be like the <laughs> the keyword's about ruin your suggestion, Jesus? I said right. it was perfectly balanced. Clearly, <laughs> okay. Let's uh let's wrap this up with our ideas for versatile models for the faction. Uh, one each. Looks like DZ has an entire book here. He's gonna have to be very uh concise with his explanation here. But I'll just go, go down, thing, but very fast. Okay. Uh, we'll just go down the regular list uh, again. So I'll start. 
And um, obviously, we have an eighth faction, so we need an eighth sin. It's kind of hard because, you know, famously the seven deadly sins, so where are you going to find an eighth one? Well, the thing is, he's always been a sin. You just didn't know about it because he's deceit. And I Ooh. think he's going to be a gremlin because that's, well, yeah, that is mimicry, deceit. That's kind of one of the things they do. Also, we don't have a gremlin in the Crossroads 7, despite one of them being from the Bayou faction. So yeah, this is where we slot in a gremlin. Now the question is exactly what instrument does he wield? Because, you know, the, the Crossroads 7 has a weird assortment of musical instruments. So uh, w- would it it's be Scott. bagpipes or perhaps a saxophone? Um, well, let's, let's see. D- DZ suggested a kazoo or perhaps an accordion? The steel drum. Recorder. <laughs> uh, the recorder. Vavuzela. <laughs> but uh, honestly, just because of who we are at Steam Powered Scoundrels, I think the most obvious answer is the trombone. Yes. Uh, Although he should still be a Scottish gremlin and wearing a kilt while playing it. Why not? All right. Uh, Roman, what do, you, what do you got? What do you got for us? I have, as an enforcer, the Condor Orient Express. It's a train engine. What? And possibly a ghost. Um, I couldn't decide if... Yeah, you, you know, ghost ghost train. It's fine. You've heard of murder on the Orient Express. Somebody murdered this Orient Express. So it has incorporeal ride with me, or maybe like a train version of dirigible ride. It's going to borrow off the rails and vent steam from the uh, metal golem, the rail golem. And it's going to grab proper murder mystery from the, uh, what are they called? The, the dead dandies. There we go. And, uh, for the final fantasy fans out there that is getting the other level of this, it's going to have a defensive trigger called reverse suplex that, uh, whenever the attacker attacks it, it will give them staggered and, uh, it'll have the roadkill attack from the lucky emissary. So zero inch engagement. It's got to run into you because it's a train but it'll hit hard. Doesn't have arms. <laughs> Doesn't have arms. Just Beautiful. a train. Beautiful. All right. Okay. Victoria, what, what are you adding to the versatiles? Uh, oh, I remember now. Okay. Just <laughs> 120 mil. Give us a, uh, a dirigible. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. going to be so jealous. It also has the infamous keyword. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course it does. All right. All right. Okay. Yes. If we have a train, we have to have a blimp. Is that how that works? Yes, that's exactly how it works. Does the blimp have fly with me? And is it bigger enough than the train to fly with me the train? <laughs> no. no. It, it has dirigible ride. Duh. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Oh, no. <laughs> the blimp. But it's not that it has its own dirigible separate. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Yes, of course. Maybe it'll be like a BB uh, Calypso thing where if you bring Finnegan, it costs less. Sure. But it's bigger. <laughs> yes, very, very large. It's going to be going to be really you, you got like one fin of the dirigible. On the, it's basically you know what'd be really cool if Weird made a model of the Hindenburg explosion. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Explosive <laughs> device, Douglas. No, oh, the humanity. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Uh, oh, Nate. 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 Second last. All right. So I decided to go with another gremlin model. <laughs> um. So this is okay. uh. This is Lou and Lark. Uh. It is a duo of a gremlin and they're riding a pig. Uh. So this will be versatile for the Explorer Society faction, but we'll have the pig keyword. Uh. Because Ulix needs some love. Uh. It has the enforcer keyword or not enforcer keyword. It's an enforcer. Um, and just probably mostly a lot of movement tricks, so we're going to have move along, onward. I don't think it's a big pig, I think it's just like literally like squealer sized, so like regular sized pig. So it pig wouldn't have a ride. Pig. Yeah, pig sized pig. So it's not going to have ride with me or anything crazy like that. Uh, but we'll give him a gun, a trusty rifle with coordinated attack, and expert shot so we can shoot into engagement. There you go. Bas- basically a Paul Crockett for Ulix. <laughs> And, and and the explorers. We're talking about explorers here. Shut up. <laughs> Let me live my dreams. <laughs> Much like Paul All Crockett right. is a man of many factions. All right, finish finish us off here, DZ. Oh sure. So uh, we need uh, the other versatile that pops up a lot is the horsemen and the riders. And uh, I decided to make this a raptor rider. And uh, apparently, people thought that meant a bird. No, 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 no. It's dinosaurs are canon now. So this is like a, a proper... It's and a not like a real, dinosaur? Exactly, exactly. It's, and it's not like a, like a historically accurate, accurate raptor either. It's, it's a Jurassic Park raptor, like the cool ones, not the lame ones. Uh, and I honestly, I, it's true. I, I, I thought a lot about this one, like way more than necessary. You did. Like a full stat card here. So why don't you just go ahead and like text me if you want, if you want all the, <laughs> let's take this offline, but he's got, he's got the standard rider stuff like unimpeded move six, but no ride with me because the Raptor is not quite big enough for that, but he has hunting partner, mighty jaws, tear off a bite. Uh, oh, and, oh, and the gimmick, the, the fate gimmick, because we already have like the, the fate for each of the, each of the suits. The gimmick for this one is at the start phase, he just gains two fate tokens. And when he's declaring triggers, uh, he can discard any number, any number of fate tokens to add one suit per token, but you can't add the same suit twice or more. So you can add like a different suit. So all, all of like the Revelin stuff, which is Revelin Wilderness here, is like a weird combination. And is like ultimate is you need all four suits plus one extra. It's all great stuff. It's great stuff. Honestly, call me. Oh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, that's it for us. We took plenty of time getting this done. Uh, but that's how we are. We is. We like to talk. We like to make jokes. We like to have fun. And I had fun doing this. I hope you all had fun talking to me, talking to the audience. I hope you had fun listening, audience. Uh, hit that like button, subscribe, all that other stuff. I know I'm not Bring very good at this. But uh, anything else, folks? Otherwise, I'll go ahead and wrap us up. Thank tickle you. Tickle that comment section. Yeah, yeah, tickle it. Victoria, yeah. thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thank you, Roman. Happy to be here as always. Thank you, DZ. Yes, thank you for having me. It was delightful. And thank you, Nate, for letting me make fun of you. Yay! Yay! <laughs> All right, and thank you, listener, again. And as I always say, fun is always king. Have a good night. Bye. Good night, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.
Songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.